On the 4th of November, 1876, the Wizard of Dark Street placed the following advertisement in the classified section of the New York Times. Wanted. One wizard's apprentice. Must be punctual, literate, courageous, clever, imaginative, adventurous, mysterious, open-minded, open-hearted, intuitive, and above all else, must be trusted with some of the most secret and powerful knowledge in this world or any other. No experience necessary. Please send resume to Pendulum House, number 19, Dark Street, On the Drift, New York, New York, Little London Town. Within three days of the advertisement's publication, the New York City Post Office received a grand total of 3,492 letters addressed to Pendulum House, number 19. To the postmaster's great displeasure and utter vexation, no dark street could be found on any of the regular route maps, city plans, or postal grids. Nor could anyone recall ever having heard of a little London town located anywhere within New York City. The letters were stamped, address unknown, and returned to their original senders. Six months later. Chapter 1. Una and Deacon. Monday, May the 14th, 1877. Magic is a fickle thing, said twelve-year-old Una Crate. I prefer things that work. Deacon stood upon her shoulder, silent and foreboding. Black as midnight and glossy as ink, the magnificent enchanted raven ruffled his feathers as the two of them peered curiously through the window of the dark street enchantment shop, the storefront where Una's uncle sold his latest bits of magical wonder. Behind the shop's cobwebby windows could be found all manner of mysterious things, charmed feather dusters that giggled when dusting, and sponges that gargled the tune ever-burning lamps and never-melting ice. Two of the wizard's best sellers lined the shelves ready for purchase and gift-wrapping. But Una had little interest in entering the shop today. Nor did anyone else, it would seem. The storekeeper, Mr. Alpert, a grizzled old man with an enormous overbite and glasses as large and round as tea saucers, sat idly at the front counter, his magnified eyelids drooping, as if he might doze off at any moment. From the look of the empty store, one might begin to think that magic was about as exciting as watching fruit dry on a window sill. Not very exciting at all. And quite honestly, the store itself looked in dire need of a good paint job. Next door, however, a handsome, newly painted storefront stood squarely between the enchantment shop and the shoemaker's shop on the other side. With its doors open wide, the shop in the middle was a bustle of activity. A large sign over the shiny front window advertised, Mr. Wilbur's World of Modern Wonders. 
Shoppers and looky-loos alike jostled to get out of one another's way as they pressed through the doors of Mr. Wilbur's fantastic shop, which sold everything from the latest in modern toothbrushes and bicycles to photographic equipment and spectacular newfangled waffle irons. Nearly any technologically advanced gadget to have come out in the present year of 1877 could be found at Mr. Wilbur's world of modern wonders.